Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. You can listen and subscribe to the show for free on Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Blog Talk Radio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. For network or show information, visit FightRadio.me. And now, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guest is Reverend James Parker, and we'll be talking about his work as well as his new book, The Wealth Spark. Discover the art of manifesting abundance beyond the ordinary with The Wealth Spark, igniting your path to abundance and success. This compelling guide does not just advise, it sparks, igniting your journey to achieving a life of purpose, rich relationships, and unfathomable success. By mastering your mindset, harnessing effective strategies, and pushing the boundaries of your potential, you're not only just creating a life, you're creating a masterpiece. This is not a manual about financial wealth. It's a blueprint to an enriched life that transcends the physical and touches every facet of your existence. Reverend James Parker is the Senior Minister and CEO of Unity Chicago, Illinois. Dr. Um, Jimmy, Reverend James, has also an extensive entrepreneurial leadership background across multiple industries, including telecommunications, construction, real estate, business consulting, and development, as well as restaurant and hospitality. A respected leader and inspirational change maker, Reverend James Parker elegantly interweaves profound spiritual insights with practical financial wisdom inviting the readers of his new book, The Wealth Spark, to embark on a transformative journey toward abundant living and enlightened prosperity. For more information, you can visit the website www.thewealthsparkbook.com. With that, I'd like to welcome Reverend James to the show. Good day, sir. Good day. How are you? I'm doing very well, sir. How about yourself? Oh, I'm, I'm doing just great. Really happy to be here and have this opportunity to have this experience with you. Thank you. Thank you. I noticed, I think you were on one of my friend's shows the other day, uh, Les Jensen. He's a, he's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful man and host. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he is that guy. <laughs> love love he, talking to Les. He, He's, he's, he has a sense of humor that's out of this world. Just love talking to him. <laughs> yeah, he is He is a great. Now, I didn't listen to the show because I don't like to be, um, you know, weighed one way, swayed one way or another. <laughs> okay. so, but I will listen to it after we have our show. So. <laughs> okay. So let's start, let's start with um, inspiration. The name of my show is Bringing Inspiration to Earth. So, what inspired the Wealth Spark 
for you? Yeah, so I, I had a pretty good background as a kid, you know, and things were, were going really well. And uh, I got into my high school years, and my dad had a, a pretty bad accident where he uh, fell down a couple flights of stairs and uh, developed a, a, brain, a blood clot in his brain. And so uh, him being the breadwinner and provider of the family, you know, back in the 70s, it, it uh, took its toll on our, you know, on our group, on our family, on our, on our dynamic. And uh, it, it shifted my, kind of my belief in, in how we were being raised religiously. We were brought up in the uh, Church of God and Christ religion, which is a very fundamental, very strict uh, religious uh, group, and we, we would spend days there with my mom. <clears throat> but I, I went on a quest for something different. I just, I just knew that there was something else for me, and I walked into a Unity study group, and uh, I, I was told, uh, well, I heard someone saying that God is within us, and that blew my mind. It was a whole new awareness for me because, you know, all my life I, I've been taught in my in, in our group that. Um, you, know, you kind of need an intermediary to go to God. I mean, pray, but, you know, make sure to talk to the pastor about, you know, your challenges or anything and, and kind of get some external uh, support. So it, it just changed everything for me. I started looking within and I started, you know, getting more into spirituality and learning more. And uh, I was in business at the time and, and just kind of not feeling, uh, not feeling fulfilled in the business. And so I, I, I decided to go deeper, and I went into seminary and uh, around 20 years ago, and uh, and and it just you know it just developed into something more and more and more. And then as I started working in the churches as a minister, it's, you know I, I kept hearing people talk about you know prosperity and wealth, and and the way they were discussing it was not the way I believed it because I, I you know, in my business career and in my entrepreneurial uh, quest, I had some pretty good success, but I was, I did not have fulfillment uh, inside. I didn't have, I, I felt like there was this void. So I wanted to, to write a book that, that kind of redefined uh, what wealth really means, bring it, bringing it into a, an idea of holistic wealth that's really about personal growth, meaningful relationships, you know, a life rich with purpose and sustained success, as well as financial gain. So that's kind of, that was the inspiration, just kind of hearing people uh, talk about what wealth meant for them, people in a pursuit of money and wealth and riches, but not really seeking the, the deeper meaning of it. Yeah. Well, you know, it seems to be um, a very – common experience with those who chase the the old version of wealth you know of you know know, achievement um, getting higher earning more and and when with that as a focus the happiness and the internal fulfillment seems to dissipate it doesn't really take a role anymore and um, so I think people are starting to recognize, you know, that it, you know, wealth is more than material gain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. There, there's just been, you know, in, especially in our American society, capitalism has always been like the, you know, the, 
the the, the top thing. It's it's what we all you know chase after. But it's truly a misconception, you know, in our society. You know, financial success uh, does not ensure overall well-being. You know, it's kind of of a false or limited belief that material possessions equate to lasting happiness. And, you know, and that's just just not true. You know, there is no guarantee of fulfillment uh, if it based on having money. You can have money, but that does not mean that you'll have fulfillment. So I really want to. Uh, bring to, to, to bear that there is a holistic wealth, one that encompasses the mental, emotional, and the physical well-being in addition to financial gain and stability. Yeah, I agree. So tell us a little bit about the idea of a wealth spark. You know, um, when I was reading that, it was um, it seemed like a um, – like a boost, you know, something something that can, yes. uh, you know, really kind of get you going, you know, when it comes to the, you know, the idea of, of achieving wealth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I come from the premise that we, we have these innate gifts inside of us, you know, the, you know, that the, 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 the divine lives within us, that we have innate love, we have innate peace, we have innate power, we have innate wisdom, and we have uh, this divine spark. Now, some some people call it the Christ consciousness. Some people call it, you know, the, the Buddha awareness. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter what you call it. It's, it's a higher essence that lives within us. But uh, in order to awaken it, we, we have to spark it. We have to, you know, we have to, we have to uh, align it with something or connect it in a way where it begins to energize. So I talk about the well spark as uh, as being a, 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 the essence of holistic wealth, or you know something that is uh, enriching every aspect of our lives. It's already there within us. All we have to do is awaken it, you know, or activate it, as you will, and you can begin a process of changing your mindset, you know, creating different habits, you know. Uh, using techniques and tools to begin to enliven it in a way where it just brings into bear your best self. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that's you know that I I believe that to be true. You know, and that but it's it's interesting um, that that particular spark um, is deadened. In a way, in so many folks, you know, I mean that that it's you know. I mean, so, what do you think? Maybe some of the reasons why um, many people just don't um, experience that kind of spark. Yeah, that's a great question. So, uh, you know, I, I really think that it starts from. Um, from probably our childhood, you know, we we really have been raised and in, in, uh, introduced to life in, in in a very backwards way, you know, and that has caused us to have limiting beliefs uh, in, in a lot of ways. You know, we talk negatively to ourselves. The, the way we talk to ourselves is much worse than anyone uh, could talk to us on, on the outside. We tell ourselves often that we're not good enough, not smart enough, not young enough, not pretty enough. Uh, we tell ourselves we're not paid enough. We we tell ourselves we're incapable or that we're unable, that we can't do this or we can't do that. And 
oftentimes we're also carrying in, you know, uh, program limiting beliefs from our parents who may have gotten it from their parents who may have gotten it from their parents. I, I told a story to someone recently uh, about a couple that I had spoke with who, whose, whose grandparents went through the Depression, the Great Depression, so they were seriously into hoarding, and their parents were also into hoarding, and now they are hoarding as well. And so, you know, when, when you when you bring in these lack and limiting beliefs and thoughts, uh, it, it it can uh, really uh, shackle you or keep you stuck in in a mindset that, of scarcity as opposed to a wealth mindset, uh, which then you know just kind of binds you to uh, these limiting, very uh, subside, sub, subsidiaries of, of not having or not believing or not growing. Yeah, that, I've, you know, the, those hand-me-down kind of um, <laughs> beliefs can, can really be a, a difficult challenge to overcome. Um, oh, yes, so, yes. Uh, <laughs> I know. I still am, <laughs> and I'm 64. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but that kind of um, brings me up to the idea of not only kind of generational things, but also habits, um, and mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, so many of our habits are, you know, you know, have their seeds in, in youth. But also, you know, as we moved into work life and that kind of thing, we you mm-hmm. know, create new habits. So, can you talk a little bit about the idea of how habits play into our um, spark? Yes. So we, we, as you were saying, we we develop habits over the years, and these habits, in a sense, make us uh, dysfunctional. Where we uh, we stop seeing our best self, or we stop, or we or we speak to ourselves in a certain way with these habits, and uh, and it just becomes entrenched. Uh, we we don't even know we're doing it half the time. We're totally unconscious to the fact that we are we've had, we've developed these habits or attachments to different things that are not for our best and highest good. And and so the the idea is to begin to break these habits. And, and we break them in, in many different ways, but uh, we, we, we must begin by, the, by first by uh, becoming positive or optimistic about the things that we want to do. We have to you know, create a plan for how we want to move forward. We have to begin to practice mindfulness because our habits either live in the past or in the future. So if we're if we focus on having positive habits, then we're going to use mindfulness in a way that keeps us in the present moment. And if we can make the present moment better, we'll automatically make the future better. So our habits are, are really the, the energy behind what we attract into our lives. You know, they say that our thinking creates our reality. So what what we our thoughts, our beliefs, our actions the things that we do on a, a regular basis, if they're not grounded in something positive, then we're, well, then they'll absolutely attract something negative to us. So the idea is for us to replace the, all these negative habits we have uh, to begin to come into a positive way, and that will spark uh, the wealth into our lives. Yeah, yeah. It's important to, to look at one's habits and, and create new positive ones. Now, 
One one um, message in your book too that kind of goes along with the idea of um, negative experiences was the idea to develop resilience and perseverance. You know, and, mm-hmm. and those really yeah. that that kind of that kind of can that can be done um, via setbacks. You know what we do yeah. with setbacks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, it's so really important that we begin to see our setbacks as set ups to something greater, or see our failures as a lesson, uh, to, uh, as an, a lesson to experience that moves us forward. If we allow our setbacks or our failures or our disappointments, the mistakes to 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 become entrenched within us then we'll just hold on to them, and anything we hold on to will begin creating. It becomes the faith that we give to something. So it's so important that we are able to move on and persevere through our challenges, to move on consistently through um, the the divine lessons, I call them. Let's call them the the cosmic (laughs) two-by-four. But absolutely, there are times where we we get the two-by-four upside the head, and and many of us want to shriek uh, from it, but it's important that we... You know that we withstand the blow, and that we keep we we learn from it, and we keep moving forward. We persevere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that uh, those um, when one doesn't pay attention to some of the you know the internal signs or signals, and and it escalates <laughs> to the point of having a two by four experience. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can avoid them. So, you know, I mean, I have you myself, and you know, and, uh, they they do shake you up. <laughs> but, uh, but that's okay. Yes, yeah. it, it, it gets you to you know become aware when when maybe some of the you know other types of um, signals really don't take effect. Oh, yeah. so, yeah, so now yeah. one of the things that you talk about um, in the book is that, well, success starts at home and the importance mm-hmm. of family. So can you talk a little bit about that? Because, um, you know, some family experiences are positive and some of them are very challenging. So can you talk Absolutely. a little bit about how that, you know, the two, the well, success and family, are intertwined. Yes. So, so uh, the, the idea behind you know uh, it is starting at home is that we we really want to develop our our best habits and our best mindset in our own household and uh, and home also means within our own body temple in our own selves and so if we can you know create uh, or, or begin to cultivate. Uh, the the best part of ourselves at home, then what we do is we're we're absolutely being a model for those in our home and those in our community. So it, it really allows us to spark to to create that well spark uh, and move it out into uh, the greater world to make a difference in the world. Now I, I get it. Kurtz and Ketchum in in their book years ago. Said, although our families, our parents were the first ones to to love us, they were also the first ones to wound us, and, and that that is true for some because you know um, 
you know, our parents didn't know or maybe didn't have any idea how to be parents, you know, and it was, you know, kind of this learning experience as, as you go. Uh, but but at the same time, if we're going to develop a better family dynamic and, and move forward, you know, in a way that is not some past experience from from some bygone years, then we, we need to develop the habits and, and, and practices in our home now. I mean, imagine uh, being a parent, you have a two-year-old at home, and you're, you're sitting each day consistently in meditation for a half hour or so or doing something like that. Your child then would grow up to be a meditator as well. So if we just create these, these different habits in, in the home, then it will automatically uh, bring a greater experience to our children, who will bring a greater experience to their children, and will reverse the cycle uh, that may have started centuries ago with, with our other parents or with, with our ancestors. Yeah, yeah. That is so important, you know, with the role role modeling um, a parent provides to their child. And, and you know, I mean, it's a difficult job, you know, for sure, especially in today's environment. So, but, but to be able to be um, as mindful as possible um, and when when a parent you know makes a mistake or or, or does something that they think well you know I could have done better than to bring yeah. it up to the child and you know and indicate well you know this is I'm learning too you know this is one one thing yeah, that I absolutely. did when I really could have done better yeah there's just so many there's just so many keys that we could teach. Uh, keys to success that we can teach our children, you know, uh, being, you know, uh, forgiving is, is a big one. Having gratitude is a big one. You know, these, there's just so many things we can teach them how to affirm, how to visualize, how to, how to, you know, uh, raise themselves up when, when, when things go wrong. You know, just the, the idea behind, um, being a, a great parent is not greatness itself. It's it's just being available. It's just being, you know, a, a person who is uh, consistent, who is the showing who they truly are within, and allowing themselves to 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 embody the best person that they can be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so one another one of the um, lessons that you include in your book was the idea to foster a growth mindset. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Because, you know, when you were talking about, um, you know, um, a focus on money and, you know, to the exclusion of everything else, um, that, um, that to me, it seems like that that would be um, – and of you know, I mean, limiting. You know that that it's you know, it's a limited amount of money. You know, you were talking about scarcity. You know, that, the mindset mm-hmm. of scarcity, and and you know, the idea of a growth mindset. Can you talk about that? Yes. So uh, it, uh, we always have to come. We're always growing uh, as human beings. You know. We're, Everything we do is stored in our subconscious mind. And so uh, if it's not uh, something that will uh, work toward our greater development, then it will, you know, it'll be something that will sign me. So I, I often talk about, uh, and I, I do this with my students, with my counselees, with my congregation, that we, we absolutely have to be 
uh, learners. We have to we have to continue educating ourselves on things that interest us. It doesn't have to be you know just some specific thing, but it's just something that interests us. You know, just continue to be learning and growing, allow yourself to come into personal growth. Also, um, we want to grow in our relationships. You know, we want to have a growth mindset around that. We want to we want to grow and be with people who are kind of like-minded, who are on kind of the same track, people we can learn and, and grow from. And we, we also want to grow in, in how we participate in society. You know, how are we, how are we showing up? You know, are, are you showing up as someone who, uh, wants to be a better citizen uh, to the world, or are you being someone who's just kind of down and, and, and drawn and, you know, not really participating? So there's so many ways that we can come forth with a growth mindset where we're being positive and where we're continuously growing and elevating ourselves. And by doing that, we lift, uh, we lift everyone around us. Yeah, very much. We're, we're about halfway through the show, Reverend James. I want to take just a quick 90-second break. Um, and then, then when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the idea of, you know, fostering successful relationships. Um, because I think there are some people out there who may have a few toxic kinds of relationships yes. that they have to <laughs> contend with. So, so everyone stay tuned. We'll be right back after this brief break. Hello, this is Robert Sharp. I want to thank you for joining us and hope you are enjoying today's show. Just a reminder, we have a wealth of information and resources available on our website, www.byteradio.me. There is a calendar of upcoming shows, along with an archive link that will give you access to the more than 1,700 shows we have aired during the past 13 years. Also on the site are links to the products and services we provide. Books, photography products and services, calendars and greeting cards. There is also a link to our account at Fine Art America where you can purchase items such as mugs, prints, pillows, and more. Our show is available as a free podcast on multiple platforms such as iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcast, and Audible, with icons to each platform on our homepage. We are also available on social media platforms such as Facebook, X, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Threads. Our website, www.byteradio.me, has much for you to explore and enjoy. I also very much appreciate you supporting our guests, and especially today's guest. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone, thank you for staying with us. And again, today, my special guest is Reverend James Parker, and we're talking about his new book, The Wealth Spark. And again, you can find out more about him and his book by visiting the website www.thewealthsparkbook.com. Okay, with that, we're back, Reverend James. Yes. Okay, great. So, you know, I want to talk just a little bit more about, you know, fostering successful relationships. Um, Many times, you know, people will have very long-term relationships that may be 
sour, or, or, or you know, the people kind of go their own different, very divergent ways. Um, and then sometimes they even can be what people call toxic in, in the sense that they they don't really support. They really kind of take away from one's, you know, sense of support and what, what a relationship should be. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, the idea of um, fostering successful relationships and dealing with those that may have may not be beneficial as they once were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, it's 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 so important uh, relationships. Uh, it's so the relationships are so important. But like you said, we often find that there there are some toxicity. Uh, or there's some some past trauma, you know, people bring baggage into relationships. Sometimes people, you know, trying to come together a little too early in life and, and outgrow one another. But what, what, what I find, especially when counseling um, uh, couples, is that the, the deepest divide is that they, they really don't, they don't, they're not connecting on the same level. Uh, anymore, and, and many times, you know, people are, are. We have to recognize our individuality in relationships. So also, you know, there is a there's a there's the component of oneness, and we have to, you know, sail together. And so, when, when I talk about relationships or fostering relationships in the book, what what I'm, what I'm really trying to get to is that there has to be a common connection. It doesn't have to be, you know, this 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 great infinite agape love uh, it just has to be the, the building blocks of a connection um, that uh, each couple each person in the couple uh, desires the relationship there's something that they want to work toward um, and want to build on it and uh, and and you also have to get the negative elements out of it and many relationships take on elements uh, negative elements by being influenced by outside you know, people, or you know, by or by some negativity from the past, or you know, someone may have uh, challenged the relationship, and there's a bit of unforgiveness uh, that's still looming, and these things can cripple uh, a relationship in so many different ways. So I, I talk to people often about, you know, let's get to the root uh, cause of any issues uh, in, in a relationship, and. And then let's find out the why. Why do we want to be together? You know, what 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 is the why? And then begin working from that from that place as a foundation. Uh, and if we can work from that place as a foundation, we can be, begin to bring positive elements into the relationship, and that will promote growth in the relationship, and that will bring forth wealth into the relationship, a, a holistic wealth where it's more meaningful and more purposeful. Yeah. So. When when the effort to find that common, you know, element, you know, with the relationship doesn't bring agreement, um, is it then just appropriate to just kind of end that relationship? Um, you know, I mean, if it's, if it's one that doesn't bring either person any kind of, you know, uplifting or satisfaction or, you know, that it's just, you know, both people feel drained 
after talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Than to just say, hey, you know, maybe, you know, it's time to go our own way. Well, if if the relationship itself is bringing forth so much negativity that a person can't can no longer function uh, properly, it's like yeah. being in in the throes of addiction, and, and, you know, where yeah. you become powerless, and you know, it's just you know your life is unmanageable. The relationship is just you know stymied you in every way. But I absolutely believe that, that that then there there comes a time where you have to you know walk away from it. I, I always encourage um, people who I talk to uh, to 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 try to move forward with you know challenges and trials because they're, they're absolutely going to come up in relationships. But it, like you said, if they go, if they go to a place of being you know, totally toxic and where they're hurting and wounding one another emotionally, mentally, uh, there there comes that time when you must. Uh, walk away. I would say consult someone first, but absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, it's just like in the twelve step program, it's it's people, places, and things. It's, if it's not working, you know, you have to remove yourself from uh, any attachment to people, places, and things that are you know causing you unhappiness or taking your joy away. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, now, another area that I've kind of struggled with, kind of, in a way, is the idea of establishing goals, um, goal setting, you know, like where do you want to be in a year, where do you want to be in five years. Um, so, and, and one of the lessons from your book is to establish clear and specific goals. Um, can you, one, the one reason that I struggle sometimes with that is that Setting, you know, specific goals um, can sometimes um, blind a person to some spontaneous opportunity that maybe is not on the goal list, but is something that, you know, is like, wow, you know, maybe I should look at this, which isn't, again, a goal, but it's an opportunity that looks attractive. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I, I talk about setting specific, you know, uh, goals that you know that are um, you know relevant, time bound, and measurable. Um, but but before I even get there, I try to uh, instill the idea of getting into a wealth mindset first, um, and that's by you know you know re- removing those limiting beliefs and the, the negative self talk and the things that are holding holding you back even if it's past baggage or whatever because you don't want to bring that energy into your goals you know if you bring that energy into your goals you're bringing the ego in, into your goals as well but if you come forth with a positive world wealth mindset then you're absolutely going to attract other opportunities in but they will work into the, the framework of your goal. There's no reason why uh, new possibilities can't work with the with the goals that you're already working on. The biggest the biggest uh, thing for me when it comes to goals is yes, be specific in your goals. You know, be detailed. You know, visualize what it is that you absolutely want to see happening uh, in your life, and then I, I always say then break it into smaller tasks, small chunks, 
you know, take take it one piece at a time. What can you get done today uh, that that works within your goals? What can you get done tomorrow? What what can you accomplish? Because I don't want people to set goals that are you know like long to do lists where you fail at uh, at it all the time. Like you you wake up and you put twenty things down on your to do list. You can only get seven things done. Those seven things don't seem like accomplishments anymore. It's the thirteen that feel feels like a failure. So I want people to take one thing uh, from their goals, one measured event, and to do that, whether it's, um, you know, writing down the plan or growing that 1% in, in your goal, or just reading something uh, that's appropriate towards your goal. Uh, it, it's so very important that if you're going to set goals, you know, to set the big picture and break it into smaller chunks and work on it little by little, and that way you'll reach your goal, no problem. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, because one of the things that I, um, when it comes to form formulating goals, is that, you know, I have, I have had experiences that were nowhere on my bingo card kind of thing, you know, to sure. And, and that, you know, they ended up being, you know, very significant, you know, to my journey. Absolutely. And yeah. 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 So yeah, I've experienced um, that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet. I, I, Maybe writing the book may not have been. There you go. Yes, I find that very happens a lot. Um, so, um, one of the things I want to talk about is the idea of, um, you know, trying to, you know, come up with some practical steps, you know, to, you know, enhance that, um, the mindset, the financial mindset, positive financial mindset. Um, so can you, what are some steps that the listeners can take to, you know, start to shift to that mindset? Oh, yeah, great question. So for, for me, I, I just believe that um, in order to, to shape or to bring forth this abundance-oriented mindset, it must begin with the practice of gratitude. So often we, we, we tend to look outside and compare our lives and ourselves with what others have, and we miss out on being grateful for all the blessings that we have in our own lives and what's right in front of us. I mean, every aspect of our life is a blessing. I mean, from, from being able to wake up to opening our eyes to, to everything that we do, it's a blessing. So uh, we have to begin to to be grateful for what we have in the moment. <clears throat> and gratitude is a funny thing. It, it It's actually an, an energy. And so if, if we allow ourselves to, to come forth with an energy of, of gratitude, then we, we create a flow, a currency, which then be, we begin to attract, you know, things into our lives, better, greater, you know, things that we want and desire. So gratitude is a huge uh, tool and strategy toward a wealth mindset. Also, visualization. You know, we, it's time for us to begin to create our own little mind movie, you know, by sitting in a, in a quiet place, closing our eyes, and just beginning to see, picture, 
what it is that our best life looks like, you know, and to see it in detail. You know, what color is the paint on the wall or the sky above us? What color is, you know, our vehicle? What color, you know, what shape is, you know, our sofa? You know, just, just picture the whole thing. Begin to visualize that because by doing, by visualizing in that way, we, we remove the, the vision of, of us not being good enough or smart enough or not, you know, or not ready for yeah. what we truly desire. But then I also believe that a huge uh, mindset, uh, a mindset, um, reactor is affirmations. You know, we, we have programmed our subconscious mind with a lot of negative energy. There's a, especially uh, nowadays with, you know, post-COVID, you know, there's kind of this light sense of depression everywhere. And so we need to begin to affirm our truth. You know, we're, we are, uh, children of God. You know, we, we, we have, uh, power and ability within us. The spark is within us. And we have to begin to affirm it. So, you know, we, again, we, we create some affirmations, uh, that we enjoy. I also have uh, 50 on my website that I give away, uh, for free, but we, we develop affirmations for ourselves and we begin to program, reprogram our subconscious mind so that we can begin to be more positive. We get rid of the negative self-talk and we replace it with positive truth about ourselves, things that are actually real, you know, that are innate about us. But also I, I believe that we, we, we practice mindfulness. We take an approach that emphasizes the present moment, being fully engaged in the present moment because it helps us cultivate our feelings of serenity and focus. You know, so it really allows us to develop a wealth mindset in that way. And then, and then as I said to you earlier, there has to be continuous learning. We have to strive to, to learn through reading books, attending seminars, seeking out mentors, you know, just allowing ourselves to get into a more supportive mode of ourselves. Because as we develop and learn ourselves, it gives us more confidence more drive, more ability to move forward. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And regarding gratitude, it was it's interesting. Um, gosh, probably now, maybe five years ago, I wrote a book called It's No Secret, Spirituality Bites. <laughs> and <laughs> with bites. With, we're kind of like dual meetings, you know, uh, but the bites sure. was from, you know, the, the acronym for my show. Um, and in it, I, I listed um, some of the things that I had learned from some of my guests on the show and, you know, actions that I had taken, to, you know, to, you know, implement some of those lessons and, and you know, offered them up to people. One of them, one mm-hmm. of my um, insights was called Ungrateful So-and-So. I talked about you know, gratitude, you know, in that one. And I, I started um, each chapter with a, a quote, and I used uh, one from John F. Kennedy saying, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter the words, but to live by them. And, That's right. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, and well, what happened was is in that particular well, segment, segment as I was writing it, um, I had, you know, worked with someone and offered some support, you know, for that mm-hmm. um, to be able for them for one of their goals. And they just 
completely ignored me. <laughs> I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I, and so, you know, my first gut thought was, you know, I'm grateful, so and so. But then, you yeah. know, it, it caused me, it kind of, but then it caused me to reflect and, and think, you know, why was I feeling that, you know, the other person was ungrateful? You know, I mean, what was it in me that I was seeking that wasn't fulfilled, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, led me to that feeling? And, wow. you know, when then I kind of recognized this, that, you know, I was, you know, placing an expectation on someone, you know, yeah. for a particular yeah. response. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when it should have been, you know, that the offer was made in loving, in a loving way, and mm-hmm. it was truly up to the other person to, to accept or not. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's so yeah. important for us to be able to release those expectations. It, 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 it's really tough for us to do because, again, that's one of those learned traits from childhood, you know. Expectations just, you know, it's from everything we do from, you know, the way we interact with our parents or our teachers to, you know, it's just how we grow up. So we automatically hold these expectations for everything. And, um, and so our mind automatically moves toward it. And that seems to be another one of those things that we have to release in, in the practice of our wealth mindset, you know, just kind of letting go of it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an unfortunate thing that causes a habit, uh, and, and brings us to doing things that we truly don't want to do. We, we become attached to situations that we have no business being attached to. Like, why? You know, like you said to yourself, which is a, a wonderful awareness. Like, why am I even, you know, what, what is happening here? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, and, you know, from that point forward, whenever I begin to get a sense of that feeling, you know, I immediately, you know, recognize that it's, that it's something that, you know, it, I shouldn't be experiencing. And, you know, to, like you say, let it go. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, um, but, you know, it, it's, I think a lot of people still, you know, because of our, our training and our, you know, the, the way yeah. we were brought up, you know, that it's, uh, yeah. it's still a, um, common experience that um, that we can work at, I think. Yeah, they, what do they say? Expectation is the father is the expectation is the father of heartache, um, mm-hmm. and it's so true. I mean, when, when you think about it, because it's it's our expectation, and, and when that person doesn't meet it, why why all of a sudden are we having these? these feelings of that, you know, that something didn't go right. And it's really just an attachment that we have to let go of. But it, it's an amazing thing, expectation. I mean, it's, 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 it's such a, you know, it seems like it's such a small thing, but it has so much power. And, and the more that we practice it, the more power we give it. And that, that stands for anything. So it's really a good thing. I really love the fact that you said, I, I thought to myself, Wait a minute. You know, that's, that's, that's an amazing awakening. That's the awakening that we all should have. If we could all have that moment, uh, the world uh, would be a different place. Oh, I agree very, very much. And, um, you know, one of, that's one of the things that I also, you know, 
managing my expectations, you know, and, and, and you know, trying to, to, to release those. So, that, I mean, that, that was another one of those chapters in the book. It's like, okay, you know, it's like, what do you expect, you know? Yeah. So, I know, crazy. So, um, one, one last question that I wanted to talk to you about, and, and that is, you know, as, as a reverend um, in the Unity Church, um, how, what what is your perspective of the spiritual connection to wealth and money? Well, see, I, that, that's a that's a very good question. Again, I don't believe that there is a spiritual connection uh, to money. So they're, they're two totally different things. You know what I mean? But I believe that by having a higher awareness, or if we can go into a fourth-dimensional way of, of looking at things, which is a, a spiritual way of looking at things, spirituality allows us to activate the law of attraction. And um, in, in the Bible, it says that it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So if, if we come into a kingdom consciousness of spirituality, then we can attract everything we desire to us. The, you know, the strange thing is, is that we're probably going to attract the better things first, which is love, wisdom, peace. You know, if we're going to have true currency in our lives, we want the best of it. So we we want love, peace, you know, um, wisdom, strength. And, and then on top of it, we want the, the wealth, the riches, the the, the 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 tangible things, and so if we're practicing spirituality from within, it's, as it says, from within goes without. So if if we practice within, then the the outer uh, manifestation of wealth will show up to us automatically. It's a guarantee that it will show up if if we go within first, if we practice our spirituality. Yeah, you know. Um with my book was it's no secret was a um a play on the the movie the secret which really dealt with a lot of mm. uh, of attraction mm-hmm. and yeah. you know and uh and things in it to me were like it's no secret that's been around forever um but <laughs> right. one one of the things though that kind of um got me questioning you know, the idea of the law of attraction, um, was the, uh, what people were attempting to attract were things like love or strength or, you know, or, you know, some of those, um, higher level values, you know, but were rather focusing on the material gain, you know, and so, and so because of that focus on the material, you know, a lot of things didn't, you know, they weren't able to attract, you know, because, yeah, yeah, number right. one, it wasn't in their plan, you know, it wasn't in their, you know, you know cosmic plan for, for the soul mm-hmm. this time around, um, but mm-hmm. also, you know, that it was, you know, specific um, to, again, though those um the minutia of life rather than yes, those values. You know, and that mm-hmm. we're going to and explaining, you know, the attraction and I thought, well, you know, that's that's a to me would be a very um appropriate focus for 
you know, seeking out that law of attraction. Yes, I absolutely agree. There's just so many people who are, you know, kind of trapped in this, you know, society, you know, measuring themselves by society and seeking the material or worldly possessions over the grandest things that we can have. If, if you create love and joy and peace and strength and wisdom within yourself, those outer things will automatically uh, come to you. you. You create, you become a light. And, and light attracts light. You know, it, it's just it, it, it's just the law of the universe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Reverend James, this has really been a treat. I really want to thank you for your time. Um, it's, for me it's, as I, well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, great. Well, now I notice you're on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, so I want to connect with you on all three of those platforms and inviting people that they can visit your website um, and join you as well. Yeah, thank you for that. It's the wellsparkbook.com. I'm so looking forward to uh, just talking with anyone who's, who's willing to come on. We have a great community there. And like I said, there's affirmations and giveaways and different things that will help you uh, support you in, in bringing forth a greater life of holistic wealth. And this has just been amazing for me, Robert. I hope I can come back someday. I truly enjoy talking to you. Thank you. It's been my pleasure, and I look forward to a, a follow-up sometime in the near future. So you have a great day, yeah. sir. You do the same. Thank you, now. You're welcome. Again, everyone, today my special guest has been Reverend James Parker, and we've been talking about his new book, The Wealth Spark Book. Um, and you can visit the website, like I said, www.thewealthsparkbook.com and check out some of those uh, free affirmations that he has available for you to partake. So, everyone, I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to BikeRadio.me's Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. To become a show follower, visit www.blogtalkradio forward slash bite radio me and click on the follow link. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at bite radio me. Be sure to visit our website at www.biteradio.me. That's B-I-T-E-R-A-D-I-O dot M-E. And until we meet again, Remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.